0: Hello, 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 Um, and uh, actually we're waiting for uh, our guest to come in, but uh, we are going to be talking about uh, some more Kendrick (laughs) today, Um, so we'll actually just start out with a little bit of music and uh, play that uh, Kendrick track, okay.
1: The cat is out the back, I am not your savior I find it just as difficult to love thy neighbors Especially when people got ambiguous favors But they heart's not in it, see everything's for the paper The struggle for the right side of history Independent thought is like an eternal enemy Capitalist posing as compassionists be offending me Yeah, suck my dick with authenticity Yeah, Tupac dead, gotta think for yourself Yeah, heroes looking for the villains to help i never been sophisticated, same face Being manipulative, such a required taste. I rubbed elbows with people that was for the people. They all greedy, I don't care for no public speaking. And they like to wonder where I've been, protecting my soul in the valley of silence.
0: Right, well, welcome into another episode of Revolutionary Tracks. This one, uh, he—they are not your hero, um, but bringing on my guest, Karthik. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? What's going on?
2: I'm all right. How are you doing? Uh, did you listen to the whole album? Did you enjoy it?
0: Um, no, I didn't listen to the whole album. Um, and that's like where it's like it's. <sighs> We talked about a little bit about this yesterday. It's like Kendrick is, a, you know, a talented in in a lot of ways. You know, in a lot of just straight up, you know, musical ways, extremely talented. Um, and so there are things to enjoy. I think having a discussion with Sunez um, and 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 even the the ability of what um, his his the samples that his producers are able to acquire. Um, is something that uh that uh is is kind of unmatched in a lot of uh, for a lot of like independent artists. So there are things to enjoy, absolutely. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I I want to hear somebody say some shit to me, and everything. A lot of like what I hear coming out of Kendrick is just like, "Hey, pull up your pants, young man." You know, just like a bunch of just. Old man shit.
2: Uh, I see Q in the listener uh, queue. I thought that we had invited Q to be a speaker. So let me figure that out. And you keep going. I don't
0: know if I can just do that. Can you? Yeah.
2: Yeah, there he is.
3: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Hey, what's going on, fellas?
0: Hey, Q, how's it going?
3: Good, good. Hello, um, thank you. That, yeah, happy, happy to join the two of you. Was, uh, when I. When I Heard that, uh, you know, the, uh, the show was, uh, the show was, was accepted and that uh, you all are on rumble. I was like, I was over the moon over that. Oh, damn. This is, uh, it's crazy. Oh,
2: uh, wait, this, wait, is, wait. this is
3: Colin. Uh, we're not yet yeah, on you rumble, did, but yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you did a bad, you did a, the, 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 brand misstep. This is, you know, on Colin, you might have to get, you know,
3: it's 10 demerits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh thank you for, how are you doing you know, today?
0: Appreciate, yeah. I appreciate you coming
3: on. Yeah, man. No worries. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I I listened to the Kendrick album. I, I thought I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to be discussing today, right? With the Kendrick album, yeah. We're, we're going to be
2: using the Kendrick album as a jumping off point to yeah. talk about how, like, you know, uh, an artist saying that they're not they're, they're not going to be the the savior of the audience is supposed to be brand new news for us, and uh, you know, uh, stuff like that,
3: basically. Yeah, and I just I I don't know, man. I I shouldn't have logged on to Twitter and seen the discourse, but I did. So I uh, there's there's a lot there.
0: Yeah, that's 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 something you know, and it's almost two different aspects of it. Because um, you've got you know Kendrick Kendrick you know himself, but then the, the reaction too. And yes, you know we have to understand that the 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 media. Um, whether it's you know movies, music, um, entertainment news, there's something that you know it's all it's a very much curated uh, to fit some type you know like you know like fit some type of grander you know like narrative or whatever the fuck. Um, so it's 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 I don't know with with anything that's coming out of Kendrick and like you just see any figure that's this big, there's just all this type of like I think already it backed in weight from the establishment saying this is the figure you're supposed to look up to um, and then you got these people who will absolutely just eat that shit up and go crazy with it and he's like oh Kendrick's a genius because he put this and that together and this means this other type of thing because Pisces is in Gatorade and it does like I don't know I don't know it, it blows <laughs> my mind
3: Oh, wait, was, that, was say, that intended for yeah. me? Yeah, I'm here. No, Okay, I wasn't sure uh, if, that, if that was in, intended for me. I yeah, guess,
0: no, I was just saying for the reactions, yeah. though, of people who go crazy with this shit.
3: Uh, but, well, the thing is, like, the the problem that I have with music discourse in general is that people are looking to music artists the way that um, they started to look towards comedians until comedians just fell from grace. Uh, because they, I don't know, said shit that was offensive, which... I, I mean, the way that I was raised, you pretty much could be expected to be offended when you listen to stand-up comedy. But uh, mm-hmm. people have been doing to musicians the same thing that they've they've done with stand-up comedians, and that's, like, try to transform it into something that is either supposed to make you feel good and, dis- like, something that's supposed to be escapist or something that's supposed to be, like, a challenge to power. And I think we've gotten so caught up in these um, these meta discourses and aesthetics that we forget that musicians as a class are not going to get us to where we need to go. The most they can do is entertain, maybe give you something to think about, but it's not their job to lead the revolution. It's not it's not any musician's job to have radical politics. It's their job to entertain you. That's what they do. That's why they're in the entertainment industry. And I don't know, like the the the, the bit of discourse that I saw before I, I was gonna say it before I logged out, but that's not true. I got suspended because I told someone to <laughs> I told, I told someone to con- I told someone to condemn these nuts in your mouth. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> but like uh the the bit of discourse that I saw was about uh him using uh you know a homophobic slur. Um and uh the way that he talked about uh two relatives of his that came out as trans. And I'm like the fact that he talked about n- in the song is good, but there 's nothing that he 's supposed to do with that besides just talk about it if you know, he 's not, he's not even obligated to do that you know what i mean so i i, I just i don 't know i have a really I, I hate entertainment discourse generally because it's it 's okay to unpack or analyze what it is that we 're listening to and understand the messages that we receive you know the, the it 's it's, it's a good idea to do textual analysis to reveal subtext that's that 's always a good thing. But where I have a problem with it is then making a value judgment on that, right? So uh, trying to talk about, like, who has the... Basically, it's a race to see who has the least problematic um, music. And I don't know about you, but I thrive off negativity. Like, if they're not talking talking about cooking cocaine on a stove, I don't want to hear about it. Like, when Pusha T released... Pusha T came out with his album, what was it, like, three weeks ago? Okay? That's all I wanted to hear. I want to hear a a grown-ass 40-some-odd-year-old man... Talking about making bricks. thats,
0: <laughs> that's the yeah. thing. It's like, well, push Pusha T let me down when he did the Arby's commercial. That's that's nah. the thing. Is like, well, that's when I was like, "Come on, come on." I don't like. I want to hear you cooking cocaine, not the fucking five for five. Yeah, none of,
3: none of this family friendly shit. I don't want that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, nobody wants that. But that's
0: that. it. Where it's too, it's like, and you know, we talk about this, and it's it's like, like the crux of the show is where does where does art. Uh, where can art uh support a an actual people 's movement um and, you know we had a great discussion about Paul Robeson with uh dr gerald horn and and and, and that's the thing though is that like like you said though is that none of you you know you a you can't expect singers rappers to be leaders in anything you, you really can't expect them to even talk about it um you know we we are trying to you know even try have some focus on artists that are willing to engage. And, you know, it would really uplift you know, people who are doing it now that are actually tied to some broader, you know, people's movement. But that's, you know, like kind of the frustrating thing with Kendrick is, is I think he's, is, he's seen as represent, representing, you know, some type of angst uh, going on within the community. But he's really only go, able to go as deep as other black celebrities. And and this is the thing too. It's not like oh, I should expect better of him. But it's like I I, I want people to pay attention to better music. I guess that's what you know where I'm coming from.
2: I, I guess like the one thing that I would add to this is uh, we we spoke about this. So I was briefly touched on this uh, about how uh, what would what would happen if like uh, somebody like Kendrick Lamar were to throw down with Christian Smalls and like actually started like you know. Um, Performing at like uh, unionizing drives or something like that, and 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 this isn't to you know expect that off of the uh, of the artist, but uh, in in uh, in other words, like just to see what could be the potential of, uh, that level of stardom where, uh, basically you're, you're pooping gold, you know, like everything that you say is, uh, immediately reified, like is immediately considered to be gospel, uh, to the extent that people will go to whatever, uh, you know, lens to make it sound like profound, even if you said something ex, exceptionally mundane. Uh, so given that level of power that exists, especially among like, um, the artists of Kendrick Lamar stature, um, is there like more that you can expect from an artist, uh, not just in their work, uh, definitely in their work, but also additionally, uh, do you want them to participate or contribute to a movement? Uh, and, and in in fact, like in, in this case, it's, it's, it's a little hurtful to see like uh, revolutionary um, activity as like kind of, put down by these artists, like in a, in a sort of way, like to say that that's not the way to go. So in that level, it's, it's a little, I guess like it's, um, counterproductive. Um, so what do you, what do you think about that?
3: I, the only thing i can think about is that you said, this motherfucker said poops gold. <laughs> 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 sorry about that. Um, sorry, you, you go ahead, Marcus.
0: No, 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 I was just laughing, but, uh,
3: <laughs> no,
0: go ahead. Um, well, that's, yeah, like, and I that, that's kind of the crux of the issue, right, is, is, and, and that's something that, I'll, I'll, like, go back to what, um, something Dr. Horn had said to finish up our, our talk was, um, as, as people, you know, who are in a movement want to see a people's movement gain, you know, attraction, you know, in, you know, like the United States and Canada, um, he said we need to make some our movement attractive to these wildly famous uh, artists who do, you know, shit gold, because if they do mention, you know, if Kendrick does mention Chris Maltz, that does put it on another level. You know, if, if, if Beyonce mentions the Starbucks unionizing effort, that puts it on another level, you know? So does that then put it back on, you know, us to try and make the movement more attractive to these people? Um, So, yeah, Q, I guess, I don't know. I'm interested in your thoughts on that.
3: No, I just, um, I, um, I, I have, I have this idea that, or rather I have this like impression that, um, when it's your fave, like somebody that you like it, it's okay for them to, um, not only like be problematic, but also that they don't necessarily have to hold the same values. And and as a matter of fact, they can work against your values. Um, they can work against your material conditions because, Hey, it's just music. So when it's like somebody that you really like, Um, all of that passes. And when it's somebody that you are not necessarily completely enamored with, but you appreciate their work, then they get held to the standard of having to be a a truth teller, to tell truth to power and all these other, like, uh, you know, all all these other uh, phrases that we come up with for people whose job is just to entertain. So I'm thinking of, for example, like uh, Beyonce and Solange Knowles, like there's just no question that, uh, you know, Beyonce and Solange, are, I don't know, um, that like they're they're the bourgeois class, like th- that's the class that they belong to. Maybe they didn't grow up that way, but that's certainly where they are now. Um, and that uh, you know, Jay Z and Beyonce are possibly like the the epitome of the black capitalist class. You know what I mean? Um, and and yet when we talk about how uh jay-z and beyonce have not only promoted ideals that are uh diametrically opposite to what is necessary to achieve the liberation of of black people in america and and throughout the world um not just what their music is like but what they actually do in their lives uh you know uh, jay-z for example um like putting his name on a deal to gentrify and uh, essentially displace an entire neighborhood so that the Barclays Center could go up in New York city. Um, that uh, even when Occupy Wall Street was happening, you know, he was uh, selling merch that, that said Occupy All Streets. And when asked like, okay, well, <laughs> is, any of, is any of the money that you're making for, or you expect to make from this merch, is it going to go back to Occupy Wall Street? He was like, why, why would I do that? <laughs> you know, so like he's, he's for a very long time co-opted revolutionary energy and converted that into money for himself and doesn't not only doesn't give back to the community but says shit like well you know i feel like um just showing up is charity so it, it when it's when it's people that we really like we we make all kinds of excuses uh for their shit politics but when it's people that we're not completely in love with um we expect everyone else to hold a certain standard as to what they accomplish with their music and I don't believe that music can be activism. Like you can, but if if that if that's what you think people ought to do, then everybody should be you know Woody Guthrie making you know union songs. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I yeah. mean uh, on on that note, like I, I feel like uh, the, to the point of Jay Z, uh, the, there was like the, the recent uh, Jay Z. Uh, p- after party at the Oscars, I think, uh, where, uh, or at the Grammys, I forget which, uh, probably the Grammys. No, it was the Oscars, uh, where a bunch of actors actually after the o- Oscars, like crossed a picket line to get to the party. And that included, um, like the likes of Daniel Kaluuya, who portrayed like Fred Hampton, um, in Judas and the Black Messiah and like, uh, Timothy Chalamet and all of that, like who was there and like, don't look up and everything. So these are, um, artists who actually, you know, uh, at least like portray themselves to be some sort of like uh, figures who are standing in solidarity. um and and in that level, like I, I I find that you know, especially when they you're you're as you're as you're pointing out, like the to the to the co-opting of revolutionary language. Um, that's one end of the spectrum, but on the other end of the spectrum, there are like artists, especially in hip hop. Uh, we have this uh, next example of uh, Jay Cole, like we have queued up, where similar to what Kendrick does in the song that we played before he came in uh, from this album, uh, he's like es- especially playing down, uh, downplaying, or uh, you know, kind of shitting on uh, revolutionary activity, and like uh, inst- instead of asking the listener to focus on themselves. So. Uh, let's take a listen to that, and then uh, maybe talk about the impact of such statements on a uh, populace.
1: To make you Here's a thought for my revolutionary heart Take a deeper look at history It's there to pick apart See the people at the top They get to do just what they want Till after a while the people at the bottom finally get smart Then they start to holler revolution Tired of living here in destitution Fuck that looting Can you tell me what's the best solution? I used to think it was to overthrow oppressors See, if we destroy the system That means we'll have less of greed But see, it's not that simple I got to thinking about the history of human nature While this instrumental played. Then I realized something that made me Wonder if revolution was real ever the way before you trip and throw a fit over these words I say think about this shit for a second you heard the way the children in abusive households grow up knocking girlfriends out cold that's called a cycle abuse becomes the abuser and that's just how life go so understand you get the power but you know what power does to man corruption always leads us to the same shit again so when you talk about revolution dog I hear just what you are saying what good is taking over when we know what you gonna do the only real revolution happens right inside of you I said what good is taking over when we know what you gonna do the only real revolution happens
2: right inside of you q what are your thoughts on uh you know actively playing down or like uh, shitting on uh revolutionary language
3: uh, um this individualist politic that we've been uh i don't know man like i'm not exactly sure the word things well actually i, I can probably point to you where things went wrong in the um that caused this downward spiral into rank individualism and believing that like if you just change yourself you can change the world, but that's like it's it's part of why I've had to like disconnect emotionally from hip hop culture. Like I just I listen to I listen to just like music because I listen to music. I don't listen to music to actually get anything out of it. If I want if I want to if I want to get information of substance, if I want to get something of substance, I'll get it from. Reading revolutionary like books by revolutionary authors and uh, listening to them, watching videos, doing my own research I'm not going to get it from entertainment because like we we live in the belly of the beast i don't really understand how it is that we expect to um, from a class of people whose monetary incentive like their own financial incentive is to um, uphold the very system that enriches them this idea that you know the the revolution happens inside of you. I'm like, what? What does that even mean? This, so, what, you've, 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 is this the fucking secret? Like, thoughts become things. If you think differently, then the material circumstances in your life are going to change. I don't get that shit. So, yeah, I saw. I, I heard. I heard. I heard that verse. um And there's a reason why I don't listen to fucking j Cole. Um, reason why? I, don't, I mean, but but like, well, the reason so, I don't listen but, but to but is, of these rappers, yeah.
2: Uh, how, how distinguished, uh, how fu- fundamentally, uh, you know, distinctively different is it uh, from whatever Kendrick was saying in the in the present album, either like in, in a kind of way, uh, e- essentially, that's why like uh, the, the previous episode that we did, we posted a, uh, photoshopped a picture of Obama's face onto Kendrick's because uh, it kind of sounds like the same kind of paternalism that uh, comes into the picture. And it somehow seems to be the arc of um, every, you know, even the most... Uh, sort of uh, figures of solidarity uh, who who rise to the top uh, on, like, such, you know, sloganeering. Um, and eventually they they kind of always like arc towards, like Dave Chappelle did or uh, Kendrick seems to be doing uh, at a certain point towards, like, becoming more of, like, okay, look, uh, we, you got to, like, work on yourself uh, kind of thing. And, like, even getting to the point of being scolding about it.
3: Um i mean there isn't really much of a difference but what can you really expect uh when the album cover is uh him wearing a, a an iced out crown of thorns like, <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't think like that's uh i don't know i i'm not really sure how else you could just like engage in, in any higher blasphemy uh than that i mean I, I think the performance artist uh, that uh, put a crucifix in a jar of piss um, probably was less offensive than that. So uh, <laughs> the, people people seem to have really strange politics, where they attempt to weld like both like bourgeois sensibilities and aesthetics onto um, the language of revolution and attempt like try to aestheticize the, the revolution itself. And boy, you know, a lot of people are not going to like me for this, but. The argument can be made that uh, a lot of it a lot of it can be uh, pinned on tupac that trying to um, capture revolutionary language in music uh, and i 'm not saying that it was a bad thing i 'm saying that like when when people uh, attempt to capture revolutionary language in music, but that is where they engage in revolution is is just in the entertainment um, without supporting um, revolution in the streets then you're basically crafting a fantasy world. Uh, and I'm not surprised that eventually the, the bubble of this fantasy world has been penetrated by the same bourgeois sensibility. So now we're, we're living in this fantasy world um, where, okay, revolution is possible, but we're even going to limit um, the possibility of revolution down to the individual. And I don't think that there's any, I don't know, better uh, image for that. There's no, there's no better signifier for that than somebody weren't a crown of thorns that's covered in diamonds
2: you know in, in a in a kind of way like uh, it, it also begs the question of uh, how uh, much consumption driven uh, the sensibilities of like uh, revolutionary organizing and all have all have become all together uh, which I, I think uh, coming bringing it back to the point of the show uh, the point of the show is to actually uh, figure out a way to uh, to uplift voices um, I mean, we, we we're going to have artist interviews, uh, who uh, like interviews of artists who are doing work completely outside of the the mainstream, where you're uh, the only you know way forward is for you to allow yourself to be chewed up and spit out. Um, th- those who are operating outside of it probably have a better handle on like you know actually uh, engaging in revolutionary activity, whether it be just in the music or uh, actually working in the community and stuff like that. So we uh, we have a track by No Name chewed up, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, but uh, basically th- this kind of I I wonder if this requires a, a sort of literacy or, a, or an awareness uh, of the fact that like it should not just come from, you know, Kendrick shouldn't be the only one saying that he's not your savior because when he says that he sounds like he's a saint. In fact, people want him more to be the savior because like he's like so, you know, humble as uh, he uh, trademarked uh, in his damn album. Um, and uh, because of that like you know people wanted to be true even more in a, in an ironic sort of way um and uh, we we instead need like people to actually disengage from this uh, mentality of just like relying on artists to be uh, their saviors um, and instead maybe turn towards artists that they may need to save the audience needs to save some artists in order for them to actually be better Spokespeople for uh, people working on the ground. Uh, those artists never get the time of day. Uh, there are probably tons of, I mean, today uh, we have Napoleon the Legend, who's a friend of the show, releasing an album alongside Kendrick. Um, you know, and like only those people who give a fuck about Napoleon give a fuck about that album. It's not really covered by, you know, the likes of Complex or, uh, um, you know, uh, Pitchfork or whatnot. So uh, we're kind of like actually trying to. Uh, put the cart before the horse and like trying to see if we can create a show that can actually, uh, you know, bring these artists closer to uh, th- where the people are. But uh, I, I don't know uh, if there is a way for us to actually, you know, di- make the people disengage from this, from investing in the the celebrity culture and like in the concept of celebrity saving them instead, like de- read out that energy into uplifting artists who need saving because, their careers are basically on the line and they're like you know living as average working class artists who have uh, who have to live paycheck to paycheck
0: you you go ahead marcus oh yeah um <clears throat> sorry, my fat fingers was stopping me from unmeeting um but i think uh, part of it is, is is i think there's different levels to it you know and and also just like coming you know is, is, what, what what perspective it, it also decides. Says, so yeah, you know, like Karthik said, is, is you know there there are artists out there that do have the politics <laughs> worth respecting, you know, um, and are also making music that are in line with with you know other artists. And you mentioned uh, Rudy Guffley before, um, and there's a mirror, you know, like because there's a certain oh, like a at least. Three hand, you know, like modern day interpretations of which side of on, uh, uh, which side are you on, um, you know that, that I can list off and like, well, the fact, you know, like, what's what? I think the connections that that can be made, or does how does how do those tracks actually connect to what's happening at Starbucks and Amazon, um, you know, and and is there something more that can be done? Because um, and at some level too, it's that there's zero expectation that I or anyone should have on the likes of like Jay-Z or J Cole to really flip their fucking politics and then, you know, end up make, not only making art, but actually becoming part of a larger people's movement. Um, I think when it comes to some, some levels, like, and this is an example that uh, Dr. Horner brought up was um, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, doing a, uh, a, a concert for Angela Davis to be free. You know, and so it's like there's there's some things where a movement could just be looking some, some, like some type of like, you know, can we bring this to, to the level of someone and just get, you know, get a little bit out of this uh, versus are we working with, are we, you know, co-conspiring with artists that will help us drive this movement. Um and that's where, yeah, you know, like you 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 may not, you know, go and I, I wouldn't actually expect you to, to go to go to like music for any type of like left lessons, but there's I think there's music out there that can at least support it and and and, and you can actually enjoy listening to music without hearing a message that says it this is this is all your fault you know and this is where like you know whether it's J. cole and and when when Kendrick in the the uh the hard part five is talking about like the culture and all this type of shit like you know that there's i don't know it, it's just very frustrating to hear that type of fucking message at all um but then also yeah what, <laughs> what do we what do we do with that like I, that's where I I don't know if just like talking shit is going to help. But at the end of the day of really just driving home that there's, there's, there's better stuff out there. Um, is, is, is my hope.
3: Yeah. That's the other part too, is like, uh, trying to like force, uh, people that have high profiles into making the music that you, it's not even limited to music really, like to, to make the entertainment products that you feel are tailored to you personally, to your politics personally. And I, I think that that's one of the outcomes where, um, we define our politics by what it is that we consume. So this has happened in comic books. This has happened in film. Um, and I, I, I think it's like this to the, the great detriment of the film, um, that, you know, we, we started grading, uh, films and their success as to like, uh, uh, the, sorry, not their success, but we started grading films on their quality, um, by virtue of how much money they make in the box office, right? So be, so everything has to be like a tentpole blockbuster. That's just, that's where we are now. And uh, thoughtful films that ask us to reflect on ourselves, or our values, et cetera, uh, it's hard to come by. And even when they are produced, um, they don't get anywhere near as much attention. And I think that's very much true in the music industry, where if you want artists, like if you want to... Uh, support an artist whose politics speak to you there 's no shortage I mean you know there are more um musicians there are more indie musicians now that than I think i 've ever seen in my lifetime at the very least and there 's such easy routes to access their their music but what people are doing instead is uh overlooking those smaller artists and I think that 's because everyone wants to see what everyone wants to see their beliefs and values and what they what they enjoy, um, validated by other people. So it's not just good enough to enjoy an artist, um, and perhaps even talk about this artist, but every people have to be enjoying and talking about that artist too, and if they're not, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with you. So rather than attempt to boost the people that you enjoy and support, um, in a way that's organic, not like you know, browbeating people over the head like you have to listen to this music if you aren't racist or misogynist or transphobic or whatever like the quality of the work should should come through regardless but instead of doing that they're looking towards larger and more well-known uh i want to say artists but it's not really artists it's properties um and 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 demanding that that they be fixed and changed warped to their consumer demands instead i think like this this has happened in the comic book industry over the past like six seven years and Unfortunately, it's, like, it's made for an abysmal... Like, I can't even imagine that people in the industry right now are really enjoying themselves. I mean, granted, like, there are some really good stories. Um, you just have to look for them. Like, there are there are writers that I, I enjoy um, following their work and seeing, like, what perspective they bring, the comic book properties they work on. But, you know, Marvel is especially guilty of this. Like, trying to cater to, like, the Twitter and Tumblr crowd by... Um, it's one thing to like produce superheroes that speak to people that like people resonate with. It's another thing to tell to people tell people that there's some sort of like moral obligation they have to support this work, um because it's uh, diverse because it's giving people what they ask for. But it's like, all right, but is it giving me any engaging stories? Is it anything that I'm going to remember? Are there lessons that I can? As a matter of fact, like, I would say, like, a lot of stories that I, I've seen, um, I, like, I've had to quit comics for the second time. I, I stopped reading comics uh, maybe around, like, September of last year because I was just like, it's just too much. Like, I don't think that some of these writers understand that they are bringing, um, like, neoliberal, poli- like, they think that they're doing progressive politics, but they're really not. They're actually, like, if anything, re-inf- reifying, um, you know, like, an in- invisible imperialist tropes. And I think that the same thing uh, can and has happened to music, where people are, are asking artists to reflect on uh, political and social conditions that they have no business commenting on, and they get mad at them when they fuck it up. And it's like, all right, but when did you ever get the idea that this person was an expert in you know geopolitics, an expert in uh, health policy, an expert in military policy overseas, or any of that? I mean, it's great when, like, you, you know, you, an artist will, like, drop a line or uh, make a reference that makes you think, okay, well, they're aware of this, right? Like, I'm thinking of, like, like Jada Kiss's Why, from way back when, you know, when he talked about uh, why did Bush knock down them towers, why you round them cowards. All right, well, all right, so we understand where, where Jada Kiss's politics lie, but I don't expect him to make a full-on album where he's talking about anti-Bush politics, you know? And I remember, like, when there was a very explicitly anti-Bush song um, that was released in the uh, prior to the 2004 election. It was corny as fuck. Do you remember that mosh song by Eminem? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah exactly. Yeah, I had to ask you if you remember. Like,
1: oh,
3: oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah, nobody remembers that shit. And everybody who does was like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, that was cringe, bro. Why did he do that? Because like when you when you try to force um, entertainers to do much more than entertain. Now, if they come by this knowledge naturally and they're intelligent enough to have these conversations, it's one thing. I think, like, Mos Def, for example, right, he, he's been able to have fairly, and, and this was at a time when, like, rappers didn't always make their political views known. This was, like, in the, you know, um, early and mid 2000s, uh, where like, there was almost like an enforced consensus in the entertainment industry that you had to support American imperialism. And it was only around, like, two thousand. 2006 where people were starting to speak up more and uh you know most deaf had a hell of a lot to say and stood by his principles got locked out of the united states for a very long period of time but he had he had the knowledge and had done enough like research on his own that you you could tell that he could hold a conversation but that's not everybody and expecting everyone to be that is i don't know like it's just like do you do you want to be entertained or do you want to be politically validated because you can be politically validated anywhere you don't have to hear it come out of a celebrity's mouth it should be coming out of like the, the mouth of somebody who's helping to organize a union, right? Somebody who's like leading an anti-war protest. That's where you go to to have those values validated, and everything else is really like, you know, you you live in the heart of a bourgeois empire, so that's what you're gonna get.
2: Yeah, I think it's the it's the kind of I don't know. In my case, I can speak for myself that it's it's a sort of like an opportunity lost. It feels like because like there's so many people who really invest. In uh, the uh, tabloid level, uh, life stories of like these celebrities, and and it and it kind of uh, begs the question of whether they can show that level of interest or uh, investment in somebody whose lives actually are related to them, as you're pointing out, uh, rather than someone who's sitting in a in, in not even an ivory tower at this point, like uh, in Beverly Hills somewhere, and like uh, saying something uh, that that doesn't even remotely. Uh, you know, apply to the average person. Um, But on that note, like uh, we wanted to play uh, a track by uh, somebody who actually does try. And in in this uh, song itself says uh, that like she's going to sing a song like this all the time. And and, uh, as you point out, Q, like somebody who's doing uh, doing this voluntarily with the knowledge of someone uh, more nuanced about better politics, uh, then you kind of have to welcome it.
1: thank you love me, then bury me in the slime up, faded with the homie, he prilling another blunt up, talking to Muhammad like niggas don't really trust us, die on stolen land, for a dollar like that ain't fucked up, it's fucked they money, I'ma say it every song, into the revolution coming, all the feds start running, fuck a goodwill hunting, this is brand new murder, revolutionary suicide, the clothes occur, and you ain't seen death, I can hear the blood on the moon, these niggas put a flag upon it, all they do is consume, only animal to ravage everything in its path, they turned a the natural resource into a bundle of cash, made the world anti-blood, and divided the class. Now rich niggas is rich niggas with show bread really. Bitch niggas with big figures, some coke hands. These bitches is coke hairs, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck a billionaire. Yeah. How mm-hmm. you get close to love? How you eliminate all your sadness when you opening up? How you make excuses for billionaires? You broken a bus. I need niggas around me rolling up and smoking me up. Because, because when boys class Everybody dies, love. Everybody dies, love. and love. I just wanna dance tonight. I just wanna dance tonight.
2: Yeah, and this isn't to say every song needs to be like this, but uh, uh, speaking of no-name, um, there is a certain level of accountability that the artist like, has. And, and I've seen uh, you speak about this as well, uh, Q, Like in terms of uh, affiliations with organizations and things like that. And one thing about Tupac was that he was actually a member of the Communist Party. Um, Is there like something that would be a more constructive step for an artist or like in terms of supporting artists uh, for an artist to take where you if they are like going to uh, give give the impression of being more political in their work, then would you not expect, but like would it be preferred to um, support an artist who actually can have an affiliation um, with organizations that are working in the community?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, No Name got a lot of shit for this last year, um, where you know people were, I think, very critical of the fact that she was relatively new to socialist politics, and I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a very mixed opinions on that. On the one hand, like, yeah, you know, uh, opening a a bookshop is not in and of itself revolutionary work. I, I fully understand that, and that like, um, you know she's not speaking for poor people, but I don't, I don't think she ever really said, like she ever really positioned herself as speaking for, um, for, for poorer people. Uh, but it's like, I don't know. What do you want? Like, what do you want artists to do? Cause she's somebody who went from, um, having, I think fairly bog standard, like progressive liberal politics to somebody who, uh, you know, uh, read, read, like said, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to read these books and see what's up. Read. She actually followed through. You can tell she read the books because she's like either quoting lines from them or the way that she speaks. You can tell that she's like synthesized um, language that came out of you know Kwame Ture's mouth or 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 came out of uh, Huey P. Newton's mouth. Like you can tell she's actually sat and read the books. Um, You know she she uh, along with her team um, got to working on a project to uh, introduce uh, revolutionary literature to, to, to incarcerated people. And I think like, you know, reducing it to like, you know, her opening up the bookshop was, I, I thought that was not fair. Um, but at the same time, like what is she by herself supposed to do? Right. I think that the, the best thing that one can do when you have the financial and social advantages, um, that come along with being a higher profile, rapper is that you use what you have, um, to feed the masses of the people. And now whether it's feeding them intellectually or literally like opening up, um, uh, uh, a breakfast club or anything like that. But if like, if you're, if you're taking what you have and bringing it back to people who need it, I don't see what's wrong with that. Um, and I, yeah, I think that she just got a lot of shit in the industry. And I think like in general, that was not deserved. There's no problem with, you know, offering correction but it's another thing altogether to just be like, well, you ain't doing shit. And I, I felt like that's what a lot of, um, a lot that was like what a lot of her industry peers seem to be doing. Is that's like, Oh, yeah, she too woke for us. She just needs to, you know, uh, she, she needs to back down a bit and let people catch up. You know, not, not everybody is this well-educated. Well, why don't you teach us? Well, you're probably richer than her and you have just as much access to resources. Why not follow her example? And the other part is that like, um, you know, as, I think about this one a lot actually like uh after um rereading uh Gramsci's prison notebooks, and that's like we know that there there is um an intellectual class that exists for the purpose of uh functioning as like the like the 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 psychological police force for the bourgeois, so like you'll have people say that academics. Uh, or, or university campuses generally are Marxist, and nothing could be farther from the truth. I mean, you might, in some liberal arts, find professors who claim to be Marxist. Most of them, I like the vast majority of them, do not. You, you will generally not find college professors on American campuses that out-and-out out claim Marxism. Um, so what we what we have are people that either espouse a, a straight-up neoliberal agenda or are trying to cloak neoliberalism inside of progressive politics and offer that to students. And you know, Gramsci says that that's, that is the purpose of intellectuals. Like, Intellectuals are oftentimes plucked from the middle class, and then they are tasked with um, theorizing the values of the upper class and then feeding that intellectual the working class. And then you also have the possibility of working class intellectuals and not everybody who is an intellectual necessarily needs to be like a theorist, but somebody who is able to see past the day-to-day um, material existence and understand how these systems are in- interconnected and how they work, just like a bourgeois intellectual does. But the, uh, that type of intellectual um, understands the mechanisms that the bourgeois class uses to oppress others and teaches people about it so that they can understand what their conditions are. That is, like, concretizing class consciousness, um, as uh, as Georg uh, Lukács said, you know, concretizing that class consciousness. And then, you know, saying if you have the energy and willpower uh, to, to direct this anger at, I don't know, Republicans – you can take that same energy and direct it towards the ruling class in general because these are all ruling class people. It's a duopoly that is fighting over which of them gets to oppress you. So I, I, I understand like the criticisms of some of the artists that do um, deliberately incorporate um, left and, in, in no name's case, socialist politics in their music and their public persona. But at the same time, their job is not to lead the revolution you know, if they're making it their job to spread class consciousness, let them do that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, um, <laughs> the, and, and, and the other thing, too, is that I, don't, I don't think it's at least, you know, it, for me in the United States, so much that there's a the left in fighting, but there's an online left in fighting, Um and where I, you know, I kind of do drive a d- division between, you know, the online left and then like the left who happens to be online. <laughs> um, and that, yeah, so that, that that type of like eating itself, and you described already, where like No Name opens up this bookstore, starts this uh, um, an effort to get materials uh, into into prison, which for me I thought was fantastic because uh, I've I've <laughs> I've done a book, a book club in a prison before and you know and like that's I think thing is like there's there should not be an expectation that one person is is going to, you know, save us <laughs> at all. But uh at the same time too, when people are helping, you know, when people are obviously a part of something, why why degrade that? Why, you know, try and say, oh, we should be doing this, blah blah blah, whatever instead. Really at the end of the day, no name use their resources to help you know spread you know, like socialist ideals and there's, there's really not everything bad there's like where what's bad about that you know where like what what's what's uh, you know that is it's it's really amazing at at the way people can just you know tear down other people for doing something that's just genuinely good um but I that's where I think yeah we need to start you know continuously uplift those types of efforts, you know, and regardless of the person's job is making music, you know, or, you know, making copies at Kinko's, um, I guess too, that's where artists can incorporate their ideals into their work. You know, you can't put a hammer and sickle, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 stamp on every copy that you throw through, uh, for a customer at Kinko's. um, but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, there's people can support the effort and whatever you or you can. You know, maybe you can actually get a discount for your the 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 organization in order to make pamphlets. You know, maybe you just get grab some stuff out the register. No, no, I'm just joking. Don't do that. Um, don't get caught. But you know, that's the thing. It's like where everyone's going to have their own ability to do something, um, and it's just absolutely wrong, especially for a if you're you know professing a movement that's for the people expecting that one person is either the, the the crux of success or failure is uh extremely faulty but um you uh, want to introduce the next one. yeah
2: on the on on that uh, like i think one thing that q you said uh you, you do hold like tupac accountable uh for the kind of politicization and or like people thinking that like people should be political in the in the hip-hop culture um i think that like there is a certain um I don't know if this is something that came out during his lifetime or if this was something that was like a compilation that came out after I would be a little illiterate uh, sorry or ignorant of that Uh, but uh, there's a track uh, by Tupac called Revolution in which like quite literally this seems to be uh, an articulation of like something like Mao or uh, uh, someone like that Uh, so you should uh, let's check it out and then and then we'll talk.
1: Now I was born as a rebel Making trouble for the devil Take this gangbang shit To a whole nother level Can you feel me now? Armies in every city Definition of power Plays All you with me see the war the prophecy, survival Is the prophecy Survivalist strategy Rest in peace my rest, death streets, the To my comrades, Rest the decease Broken out the streets of time Yeah, these devils petrified of a nigga In his right mind They tell us that we hopeless and hell bam. It's for the brothers And penitentiary jail I got you in my heart till the day I die Think of the damage we could do if we wasn't high Can you at me low? It's a thug's rap Political contracts and bloodbaths From core up in the Rockets, though they got you I never let them stop me, the struggle continues Now if we do want to live a thug life and a gangster life and all of that Okay, so stop being cowards and let's have a revolution But we don't want to do that Dudes just want to live... A, a, um, a character they want to be cartoons, but if they really wanted to do something, it was that tough all right let's start our own country let's start a revolution let's get out of here let's do something so
2: yeah on the, on that note uh, I, we will uh, open up the calls. Uh, after this and like you know feel free to jump in with your thoughts on kendrick or uh the concept of what you should expect of artists but like i just wanted to say that uh i just want to ask if uh, as an audience we were to demand that the artists that we listen to uh not get every issue right in terms of like you know you're going to be canceled if you don't say the right thing on this but like if you can expect like like ramshi says uh if you can expect somebody uh who is in the position of a Kendrick Lamar or of a, of a J. Cole or of a no-name, anybody who has that kind of platform to um, essentially show the mirror of how class society operates, then um, would the artist then like be more compelled to deliver in that direction is something that um, I, I wonder. Like if, if as an audience we stopped listening to the people uh, making making that stuff when they're not uh, you know, speaking like this, and when they're, like, re uh, reaffirming or, like, uh, solidifying the existing class divide, then how about we just don't pay attention to them? Or is that too naive a, a, a position to hold?
3: I, I'm, no, I just, I mean, there's a, there's a whole, you know, genre, there's, like, there's entire genres of music that I don't pay attention to, and all the artists they're in, so... <laughs> I don't really get the sense in, like, fixating over... As a matter of fact, I think that if you start fixating on particular artists um, that you don't like and that you think are, like, you know, destroying the industry, or just the... fucking listen to them. Like, no one, no, one, no one says that you have to listen to a particular artist. I mean, granted, I think we should have get- kept hip-hop a lot more closely in the 90s and 2000s, but, I mean, you know, that horse is out of the barn, you know? Uh, so hmm. if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. Like, we-, we are where we are now, and I think the only thing that you really can do is just stop talking about the bullshit that you don't... Because all you're doing, really, is just perpetuating it even further, right? You're, you're telling people don't listen to this, and they're just people... It's like, for example, like, Jack Carlo discourse right now, right? So... Um, hmm. I forget what concert it was. Jack Harlow was a scene with, like, a bunch of black men, like, literally, like, carrying him to the stage so that he wouldn't get his shoes dirty walking on the ground. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw that. You see that shit? Yeah, I saw a picture, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I hate slavery! No, I, I saw that, and I was like damn, that looks really bad. Uh, all right, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Because I'm like, why would I pay that any attention? You know what I mean? People are just getting so upset. Oh, yeah. Why did we let Jack Harlow happen? I don't know. Why the fuck did you let it happen? You just could have just not listened. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, the only thing that you really can't, the only thing that, that actually functions as currency in the industry is currency, right? Like clout as tempting and, and uh, you know, as, 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 uh, uh, like, as tempting as clout is, as seductive as it is, uh, clout doesn't actually pay your bills. What pays your bills is money, and uh, you could be like some. So you could be somebody like uh, like Takashi Six Nine and get a whole lot of clout and infamy. But if people aren't buying your album, then what are you going to do with your life? You know, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Daniel Caesar, uh, who's actually like from like two towns over from where I am right now. He's he's from he's from Oshawa, Ontario, and hmm. he you know he told people to cancel me. And you know what they did. They got really mad at him for a second for, you know, defending... Listen, I'm not going to get into, all the way down to fucking online beefs and shit, but he defended some white girl that said some race or whatever, and he's like, well, you know, if you don't like it, then cancel me. You know, and then people just stopped buying his album. That's it. Like, hmm. I, I, so I, I don't really understand, like, what it is that we're supposed to do with uh, people whose... Um, Income and fame and industry recognition—we have no control over whatsoever. If you, if you, if you d- that deeply believe in consumer culture that your politics is expressed through your culture, then the only thing that you really have limited yourself to being able to do is to vote with your wallet. I mean, frankly, like if you have time to be doing other shit with your life besides listening closely for easter eggs as to whether this, that, or the third artist supports your politics, you probably have time to be engaging in other shit that's more constructive, and you don't need to have these people validate you because i like i don't need to get my politics from mass entertainment if i happen to see it, it's like oh hey that's cool right like um uh I'm trying to think of like a movie in recent history that i've seen uh, that actually validated socialist politics like snow piercer came up immediately but i've got some problems with that one too but yeah like you mm-hmm. know when you when you see it it's like hey that's great but then you move on like that's it you don't really have to even even parasite even parasite a lot of people you know thought that that was like a socialist masterpiece. And I'm like, well, it is. a. It does actually address you know, class frictions in politics, but it also posits that the lower class and the upper class are, they differ only in their material circumstances, but not their mindset. They're both inherently reactionary, right? They both inherently want to mm-hmm. get one over another people, right? So, and then the only person, the only like middle-class person that makes an appearance in that movie for any length of time is the friend that, you know, gets uh, gets homeboy the job and then, like, bounces, right? So, like, yeah, he, right. so there's, no, there's no middle class to play out in that movie, so it's basically saying, oh, okay, so if you have no middle class, this is what happens, utter fucking chaos, right? Uh, so, like, if you happen to see it in the movie, just enjoy it for what it is and move on, but like, I, I, the idea that you're, like, you know, flipping through fan sites, like a rabbi studying the Torah, is it, it's ridiculous to me, just read, read a fucking socialist book. I think the I think the question
2: here is like, uh, given the amount of energy that people actually have for this type of thing, um, is there a way to redirect that into constructive work? Um, if not, to engage in the discourse itself, you're absolutely right oh, in saying that engaging yeah. in this discourse.
3: Um, sorry, go ahead oh yeah sorry if i misunderstood that like is there a, is there a way to redirect it i mean i don't know like, the artists, yeah. if, for people that are that invested in celebrity politics i think only the like the the industry itself and the artists would be the ones to redirect it um and i don't think that that's going to happen because they they enjoy the attention too much so i, I mean you can't really make anyone do anything you can do is just like offer better alternatives
2: yeah. And the, I think the challenge is basically to make sure that the alternatives have as much, nearly as much reach as the, uh, you know, as the nonsense does or uh, or as the discourse that leads nowhere does, uh, because that seems to be perpetual and uh, interest in anything else that's an alternative at at best is fleeting, if not, you know, non-existent. So uh, not to be pessimistic about that, but to kind of like consider the reality of that. And um Yeah. Um, that's that's basically what we have to the, the, what we had to ask and uh, yeah, yeah if, if, we just want to open up for calls if, uh, if there's anybody and uh, we'll get a chance to field some questions under, under our thoughts on uh, Kendrick's album